Hello and welcome to The Schism. This podcast is all about critical thinking, dot connecting, the nature of reality, and trying to uncover the truth about the world we live in, society, who we are, and where we come from. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Schism. Today I'm joined by my co-host Adam. Hey, what's up guys? And D-Fran back in the building. Hey, how is everyone? How is everyone? They can't <laughs> answer. That's well, yeah. If he's talking to us, then I guess... Oh, we're, yeah, we're, great. Yeah, we are speaking to the fans. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're going to pick up today from where we left off last episode, talking about predictive programming within movies. Last time we sort of touched on the origins of predictive programming and the yeah. earliest examples in films and books. We talked about 1984 and Brave New World. Big works. What we didn't kind of go into, like we were talking about Brave New World quite extensively and we were kind of saying how uh, the conditioning that was in Brave New World is reflected within our society, but we didn't kind of touch on how it's linked to MKUltra and things like this. Yeah, because MKUltra uses childhood trauma and conditioning from a really early age. Like there's some people like Kathy O'Brien that have had kids within MK Ultra. Yeah, she, and she's well popular. You can just look her up, you know. She's well popular. Well popular. <laughs> she's an MK Ultra pinup. Who is she? She's probably one of the most like outspoken people. Like, uh, wouldn't call her. Well, I guess you could call her a whistleblower. Yeah, you in some sense. Yeah, because I mean, she's a victim of of the program, but right. she's she's really gone above and beyond to kind of get her well, story out expose there. Expose it. Oh yeah, but she 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 talks about like her child that was raised in MK Ultra, and it's kind of like eerie, like how similar it is to not only the conditioning in Brave New World, but like also some of the stuff that's going on with the pandemic. Like she was saying that they made her child not wear a mask. What was he like, in a what 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 were they in a like a lab sort of thing? What and the kid was there like in the next room. Yeah, like the kid was raised within the program. Like right. they would still be able to live like lives, yeah. but they would outside be outside of yeah, the lab. But they would be like whatever. constantly monitored Monitor. by the government, and right. they could be brought in at any time. To, oh yeah. right, and then they like, like have another dose. You're probably like living in big the Big Brother house or something. Yeah. I can imagine. Oh what? Yeah, I always you know I mean? thought I it was imagine. like they 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 took people, and then I, I'm not sure. So correct me if I'm wrong. They 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 took people and they tested on them and threw them back out and then, yeah, would come back and then test on them again. But in between, they thought they were like a, they were just like a normal citizen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes they're... They were, some are unaware of their own brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Or they're like sleeper cells and, yeah. uh, and at any point they can just be like brought back. Yeah. Like it will almost they're, be like... A telephone call, like Blue Bean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns the switch on. Just yeah, like code the yeah. yeah, and and then they're just and then they have almost like an inbuilt sat nav, and they just walk to the the the, 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 the call <laughs> Manchuria candidate. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet me at the kebab shop. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because yeah, I mean it's a pretty silly example, but you've seen Zoolander. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so when he hears yeah. the like, relax, don't do it. Like he knows, when he, and he hears Frankie <laughs> goes to Hollywood, he's, he's got to go and assassinate the... Was it the Korean Prime Minister yeah, right. or something? Yeah, yeah. So it's like the same kind of deal as that, you know, they 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 hear a trigger word, or like you said, get a phone call or whatever, and um, then, 
Yeah, they're, they're like called back. Right. Or maybe it would just be a certain time. Would what? they, you know, could that trigger it? It just get into a certain year or a certain yeah, date. Yeah, they'll see something on the news. Do you reckon they would, it would be like they would give them a phone call and say a code word? Or do you reckon I think it'll be something, like that, something yeah. on the TV as well that they're like, I reckon so. They give a, re- yeah. a news report. So it'd be something that they don't even think insert. Make sure you insert this into the news report. Yeah, yeah, something put out there. And, just and then everyone else will watch yeah. it. Everyone else will watch it. It'd be fine, but that one just person... Just pick up the phone. Yeah, just, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Especially, you know... She wasn't watching the news. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much money he spent on that? Yeah. <laughs> you, know the research. you know the strings I had to pull? <laughs> and she was watching the other channel? <laughs> no, just pick up the phone. <laughs> What about Mary? Was she watching? Turns out, bust. She wasn't watching the news either. God damn it! Not another one. <laughs> we'll tap her on the shoulder. I don't know. There's many ways. Yeah. But yeah, I guess like some of them, maybe some people in these programs are literally kept in lab conditions. That's all they know. Mm. Like they're like kept there like animals or something. No, no. I mean, it's difficult to to say. Stranger Things like Eleven, you know, exactly like that. Yeah, one in each room. And like you know, Stranger Things. I mean, there's a lot about that program that reminds you about of MK Ultra and these kind of special projects where they're um, conditioning, brainwashing, programming people to be either um, future assassins or to maybe, like in Stranger Things, they're like trying to kind of harness her otherworldly powers. Yeah. And, you, you know, you hear you hear about this kind of stuff all the time in M- MK Ultra. That's why they were mucking about with psychedelics and stuff. They were trying to unlock, right, can we give people the power of telepathy? Yeah. Or can we... Yeah. Uh, you power know, suggestion and all sorts of aspects. Yeah. Can we turn them into remote viewers? Yeah. 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 Many, stared, many stared at goats, right? Yeah. 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 That sort of stuff. Or maybe they're, they're trying, similar to Stranger Things, they're trying to unlock other dimensions and they're trying to use psychedelics and mind control and all this stuff to put people into a state where they can access other dimensions or other entities or something. God knows. The, the common sort of occurring themes, aren't they, as they come up, this whole idea of like childhood trauma and stuff always to keep you sort of... Yeah. First early stage of programming. Yeah. And, and part of the last episode when we were talking about the erotic play in Brave New World where the kids are kind of encouraged to have almost like a orgy where they're where they're all um sort of <laughs> being freely liberation all that, that. Yeah, yeah but as like very young young kids. young kids and it's like we know for a fact that um child abuse or like child sexual abuse like that completely like warps a child's mind and definitely yeah. become makes them become more susceptible to mind control. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, even mind control. Yeah. So yeah, I know like a lot, a lot have issues when they're older. But yeah, I suppose. So. Well, it makes them more malleable because the brain has been distorted from such an early age. So we talked about the movie Gaslight in the last episode and how gaslighting is now been named after the type of mental abuse and manipulation that goes on in that film. And uh, another f- movie that's similar to to that is Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, I think it's come out in nineteen sixty eight. Roman Polanski. You seen that one, Dakota? Oh, Pedro Polanski. <laughs> yeah, 
as is affectionately known from uh, <laughs> no, his I've, friends. I've, I've, I've never seen it. I've, I know of it. Seen the poster. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's it's a slow burner where this woman just gets grounded down and down. It's like a slow manipulation while she's pregnant over the course of nine months. And she's getting slowly manipulated by her husband and her neighbours and all the people around her who are controlling like every aspect of her life. And soon she loses all control. She's being drugged too. Mm. Who by? Um, husband, isn't it? Her husband, the neighbours. Well, everyone's, everyone's kind of in on Yeah, you... And, and as the watcher of the movie, you're kind of... Are they all in on something? Yeah, you... You don't really know what's going on the same as her. Yeah. So you, so you you're really put into like her, her shoes. shoes. Yeah. Okay. You're and almost on the journey with her, so to speak, as a viewer. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to figure out what they all in on it. Why are they doing this? What's yeah. the you know? What's the and purpose? she's doubting her mind the whole time. Thinking like, that yeah, she's of course they would be doing that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And they'll be telling her if she ever conflicts or anything, then that she's you know being crazy as well. You know. Oh yeah. That'd be silly. Similar in that yeah, gas. Right, it's yeah. similar in the gaslight sense yeah. as well. Yeah. And they're constantly putting her down and, like, they're either, like, making fun of her or telling her that, oh, you shouldn't be worrying your pretty head about these things. And there's a, a, she, she even gets told, don't don't read books. Why are you reading those silly books? You know, like... Yeah. Very stupid. It's definitely, like, a reflection on how, like, women were, were treated during the time. And it was during yeah. the 60s where you had the whole, like, women's rights movement and the counterculture movement of the 60s. So it was obviously like a reflection of the times, like trying to show like this is how women have been treated and it's not right. And she she lost control of everything, like even her own even her own body. Like there's a scene in the movie where she's kind of she she wakes up and she's got all these scratches on her back and she's she knows that there's been some kind of a sort of an attack or rape right. or whatever and her husband's kind of like oh well you were asleep and you know I was horny kind of thing it really like really passes <laughs> what, it off and her back yeah. is like scratched to so, fuck yeah, yeah like it was like, <laughs> she's like, like went a bit, sorry love I went a bit too far yeah exactly like, don't worry go back to sleep yeah <laughs> that's what it's like he just brushes it off he even makes some like sicko comment like it was kind of uh, a turn-on in a kind of necrophile kind of way. <laughs> yeah. It's like something that's thrown away, is that? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. And and she's got these like, animal-like scratches down there and you wonder, well, was it the husband or was it, you know, was it almost like, like the, the devil or like a demon or something? Oh, right. Or, yeah, or or the cult. Because yeah. you're starting to realise that they all part of some cult. Because as the film goes on, this is sinister, it's more know? the ritualistic things start to happen. Oh, as right, film yeah, right. It doesn't start like that heavy beat. Yeah. Yeah. At the end. yeah. And the way she's just sort of like by part, like everyone kind of just, they talk down to her. They they don't listen to anything that she, she has to say. She's getting like more and more sick during the film. And you almost feel as a viewer, like I, the first time I watched it, I was, I was really high. And I, I felt like I was whiting out because the more I was watching it, I was I was thinking like, oh, oh my god, I'm starting to feel like really queasy here. Yeah, I, I felt like I was on the journey with her and just yeah. feeling more and more ill. And it all kind of climaxes to the end of the movie where she she has the baby it's and spoiler then alert. yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not spoiling it, but that's yeah, just well, saying, I mean, like, no one's it's been uh, out since 1968. Like, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, if you haven't like, seen it now, yeah, get like, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, sorry, <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> yeah, it's my own fault. But yeah, I mean, you never really see anything, but there's the classic line, like, "What have you done <laughs> to its eyes?" 
Oh, what the... What, with the baby's eyes? You never see the baby. <laughs> you, Why not? That's just left to the imagination. Oh, jeez. Yeah. They're, they're always... That's the beauty ones, of it. That's the beauty of it. Because your mind's yeah. way more fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. That's true. a quote directly from uh, <laughs> Roman Polanski. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I didn't show the baby's eyes is because the mind's way fuck, more fucked up than a film ever could be. <laughs> Roman Polanski. <laughs> yeah. He said probably more of a Frencher accent than that. Oh, yeah, he was in a Cockney East Ender, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> the mind is way more sick. <laughs> Where was he from? Poland, wasn't it? He, Poland, Poland, Poland. it was French uh, citizenship, I mean. But that was a strong film, I must admit. Even at the time it came out, it, uh, I think it was well-received because it was a strong film, but at the same time it definitely got its critics as well. Because they were like, this is a bit horrific, you know, the sort of mental abuse that she was being subjected to. Yeah, yeah and the dark satanic vibes. I mean, bearing in mind this is from Polanski as well, who, you know. Yeah. We all know. Like 10 years later? Yeah. What happened like, to him? Drugged and ra- raped a 13-year-old, Jesus. supposedly, and fled the country thereafter. He's never... Come back to the face down charges. Well, then then he's, has he been extra, like, um, been what, is he, is he been trying to be extraditing back? I don't, I don't think the States was still trying to extradite him, yeah, but, but I, I mean, I do know the fact that he can't go to the United States. Well, so they can extradite whoever they want, like, well, you know, it's like, come on, John McAfee or whatever. Yeah, they go manage to get him, or, or what's his name, WikiLeaks geezer. They can extradite who they choose, Julian Assange, but, yeah. yeah. But then well, like, now nah, we're leaving. Leave Roman. Well, what is crazy is not that many years ago, loads of celebrities were trying to sign a petition to get him back. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And people are up in arms. Like, who, are you serious? I, I bet, I bet people, I bet, I'd like to see that list and see I'm if sure. they're like, oh, I'm Jesus. Because sure. yeah. I bet I'm you're sure a lot a of the social justice warriors now, aren't yeah. they? And it's Top of the throw list. Throw that back in their face. How about when you wanted Pedo Polanski yeah. to yeah. come back? But he's a genius. Interview with Kevin Spacey. Oh, I love Roman. He was a lovely guy. Yeah. Oh, he's had a few people dying, hasn't he? <laughs> you know, there, well, there, there's, a, there's a huge list of celebrities I've won that are scandalous ones like, we like Roman. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's you one, like Roman, do you? Write that name on the list. It's one rule for them, isn't it? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so many people in Hollywood probably excuse it because they're like, oh, the man's a genius. And he's like artiste. He did it for art. He did it, yeah. He and did it, it for was, art, it, was, it was 1978, you know, it was years yeah, different, ago. Time, different, different time. Different time. Different time. You could grope a girl in public. It was fine. She was 13. I mean, you know. Why did that rhyme? <laughs> different time, different crime. Back then it was fine. <laughs> Bit of grime. <laughs> Sublime. Sublime. You wouldn't do any time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sip some wine while you do it. Have a little dime. They chew it. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Where'd that come from? Told you, the mind's worse. Mind's worse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roman would like you, Dave. But yeah, it, there's also the whole sort of Satanism rituals. I mean, now it's like way more of a out there conspiracy, all this stuff with like adrenochrome and harvesting kids and, blood and stuff like that. human trafficking and all this stuff that is related to the elites and and he he was really like touching on that with this movie in like 1968 yeah I mean it's a long time ago that was I swear that they, like I mean there's still reports of that stuff happening now yeah. so it's just 
Yeah. Yeah. And Sickening. it's throughout the ancient past as well, especially rituals, blood sacrificing and the sacrificing of virgins. Okay, uh, who's virgins? Um, kids. I mean, virgins is just code for kids. Yeah. Like, who are virgins on the whole? Children. Yeah, children. I mean, you've virgins. got your 40-year-old virgins out there. <laughs> Many of them are probably listening to this podcast. <laughs> but on the whole, it's children. When you think about it, it's, that has gone on for such a long time. Yeah. What makes people think that, oh, no, now we're so civilised, that never happens. What, human sacrificing never happens? Blood rituals? Rituals in general? This kind of, like, behaviour that's been going on for since the Aztecs to Babylonian times to the yeah. Roman era to what it just I don't know maybe, maybe they just went out of fashion or did it go underground it and, and is that what Polanski is trying to get at here because Hollywood's like really dark when it comes to that kind of stuff I mean we were talking earlier about this whole um, Britney thing which has just come out yeah I, I, I don't know exactly what happened there but I, I saw I saw that Britney was in the news but I well, it is like the hashtag that's trending at the moment. Free oh. Britney. Free? What? She in prison? She's not in prison, no. What? She's in a mental prison. Blocks. <laughs> yeah. No, her, her own four walls. <laughs> no, her dad, believe it or not. Her dad what? to me seems like a bit of a, uh, you know, like Jack, um, Jacko, I was about to say, Michael Jesus. Jackson's dad. Oh, well, you know, no, I really like, pushed his daughter to succeed. Yeah, as a yeah. Because yeah, I, I, yeah. if I remember correctly, I remember, like, wasn't Britney's parents in charge of. Her finance. They, 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 they still are. Oh, yeah. Finances. They still are. They still are. What? Yeah. And she doesn't technically own anything. Like, oh, what? Well, because they're like, yeah, because they're like, she's too young, she's 16. You're right. She's too young, she's 22. money. We'll book her dates. She's young her mind. What? Hoard her out as like a celeb to pimping her out for gigs to get money and shit. Well, yeah, they've been doing that from the start, but then what happened after Britney's meltdown in 2008? Yeah, well, Britney. We, yeah. yeah, we all know the meltdown. Yeah. She had a golf club. I quite like Shay Britney. Honestly, I quite like Shay Britney. Oh, Did you? not that part of her. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You too? Yeah. No, it was terrible. Yeah, we feel. I did feel sorry for Britney. I mean, there's probably people out there that thought that that was that. Leave Britney alone. What? Leave Britney alone. Yeah, yeah we all remember the, the video. Leave her alone. What was that kid called? She's just know. a human like you and me. I don't know, but if you so, write leave Britney alone. Yeah, yeah. There was a kid on YouTube that was like, leave Britney alone, having a complete breakdown, and then he got yeah. remixed. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was like half of it. He was like under a cover, right? Yeah. He's crying out the camera. Yeah, pretty twisted. But after... She, oh, yeah, she actually had a complete meltdown with the golf club. I mean, she started smashing a car. Ah, with her shaved hair. I mean, there's some really uh, oh, quite intense photos that. of her with, like, this angry red... And so what did they say? <laughs> what did they say about that? Um, she well, was, after she... She, had, she was a bad shot with the golf club. <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember I heard it, but I heard she had a meltdown. Yeah. You heard right. Right. <laughs> no, because they, the elite says cloned her, yeah? And they, oh, okay, <laughs> right. Don't keep and going. now you veered off. Right. <laughs> keep going. So the elites cloned her and they were cloning her. Keep going. Right. Cool. And they, they had loads of her and they were using... <laughs> what an army of Britney's. They were using her clones as like sex slaves. 
I do not wa- want to own one of those. That's all I can say. Do you know what I mean? They're like, she was such hot property that it'll be like, we'll make a duplicate of her and you can have her as a slave. That's mental. <laughs> that is by far the most mental stuff I've yeah, ever By the way, I don't believe that. I've just read that somewhere. That's a, like as a mental theory. <laughs> and then she found out and was like, couldn't deal with it and went mental. Couldn't deal with it. <laughs> just deal with like it. All, all of like all these, you know, like CEOs are banging my clones. That's mad. That's definitely the best stuff I've heard for a while. <laughs> oh, okay, um, did, what, did, did, it, did she come programmed with a song? Did so you get a choice of songs? Oh, like, like, you're really like, get oh, it again. Gosh, yeah. You know, could I have Didn't my think one? about that. Could I have like crazy uh, oops? Um, but, oops starts playing when you put it in the wrong hole. <laughs> yeah. Oops, you did it again. <laughs> you played with my ass. But but you got to remember, like, surely that would take, like, 16 years to make a clone of Britney, right? Uh, let's... I think we should officially debunk that. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's a load of rubbish. Yeah. I'm well, just we saying, have, to come, I'm we just have to come back to that. One. Well, thanks for yeah. bringing it to the podcast. Well, yeah. no, I just, I just thought it was quite a funny theory of why people thought she was mental. I think she went mental just because, because of her parents, of, of her abusive <laughs> I mean, father. Yeah, yeah. Who's like, also a clone of Jacko's dad. Ah. In terms of being a complete fucking sociopath. Joe but Jack- yeah, Joe after Jackson. after her meltdown, he was appointed conservatorship, and that's like a court-approved arrangement where a person is like appointed to take care of. Like we said, their finances. What, and like, so she was an old woman. Like, just on her deathbed, she's going to be like, don't worry, I'll pay the bills well, no, for if you. If someone has had like a breakdown or they're hopelessly addicted oh, to yeah. drugs or whatever, oh, they're, not, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not able to manage yeah, yeah, his yeah. or her life. Yeah. yeah. And that was the sort of excuse that, well, say excuse, but the reason that her yeah, father so you, gave forth to the. So yeah. you can come in as a spouse or relative, and in yeah. Britney's case, it was well, her father. Did he again? Can you do that? Um, it's, uh, I, can't, I can't remember the. Well, you the, give her your finances, power of. Attorney, attorney, power attorney, attorney yeah, because yeah. right, you, you yeah. do it a lot with, like, say, like people, people with dementia. Old, old, yeah, people people with dementia. dementia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So her her father, Jamie Spears, has has become that guy, and then, she's told the court, <laughs> like, I believe this is, or she's taken it to court, and she's basically said, I believe it's abusive, and she wants out. And here's just some key points that she's raised, right? So she has no freedom to travel. Her money. What do you mean? Well, like, that, she's what, not allowed to just she, hop on a plane and go somewhere. Why? Because her dad has got her money or her dad they, is like, you're not allowed? They will have her passport. They will have her finances. finances. They will have... She's Britney Spears. Can't she be, like, going exactly. to get someone to get her another eight? And that'll be like... No, exactly. She's Britney Spears. She's a prisoner. Yeah, it's like, if you're going on holiday, well, don't, we'll probably go get you a holiday. You can't go on holiday now. It'd be that sort of... You can imagine that sort of coercive behaviour. From, from her mum and dad? Yeah, yeah. But I, I haven't um, heard much about her mum. I just her okay, dad. her dad. Yeah. yeah, her dad, Jamie. I'm I'm not even sure if her mum sit around. But or I, I mean, I would have thought like her daddy. She would just say to the label, "Give me a new passport." Well, you're gonna ring up the I dad think, like Brittany just come right. in asking him for a passport. Okay, so this is the point: She's is the bullied. dad yeah. has been working in conjunction with the label, <gasps> and no. everyone's controlling her. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they're like, she's a hit machine. So, yeah, yeah, we, we need, need to make money out of it. Because her. even after this meltdown, she's not stopped. You know, she's done these tours, she's done this Vegas thing. She's Has like, she? Yeah, yeah like, well, she's still doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, so stock's still good. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Bloody hell, I sound like I'm working for the record label. Yeah. The stock's still good. The stock's yeah. still good. Keep yeah. that mule out in the yard. <laughs> She'll work for us for a few more years. Keep pushing her. Keep pushing her. Yeah. Keep pushing her. We'll take her to the back of the barn and shoot her in the back of the head. Um, right, so it doesn't it doesn't end there. No freedom of travel. Yeah. Her money's controlled. Yeah. Her finances. Forced, coerced medication. She's on meds. No. She's yeah, on yeah, meds. Yeah, Forced. Decisions. Decisions. Well, yeah, I thought you only do that if you're mental. She's like, on meds. What are they, what are the they going to do? Like, they're going to be like, get you come Dude, round for your five o'clock injection. End there, right? There's reports of her giving blood. But like, Unbelievable amounts of blood. What like do you she mean? Was like what? Gallons of blood. Like, gallons yeah, of like blood. She was giving. How like, many gallons are in your body in the first place? No, like Maybe each month or whatever. Yeah, I know. She's having yeah, to donate all this blood. Yeah. No idea why that hasn't been answered yet. What's crazy like, is it does kind of your clone idea suddenly starts sounding not that mental because it's like, hang on a minute, were they selling her fucking blood? blood what, your blood's got your DNA. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, your blood's got your DNA in there. So or, or, or is that a part yeah. of a, this sort of vampiric? Like people like give me Britney's blood, god damn it! Britney, I want the yeah, blood Lucifer, of the Virgin. Yeah. And there was Lucifer so, wants Britney's when, blood. When about <laughs> it, there was so much emphasis on her being a virgin. That's what it was all about, wasn't it? Yeah. She's a virgin, Britney. She's a virgin. I mean, we parade her around like a whore, but she's a virgin. Trust me, we can prove it. We got the blood to prove it. Uh, uh, I mean, the uh, her her words. She's a Christian. <laughs> It's so much emphasis was put on that. It was weird. It was like, she's a virgin. She's pure. She's waiting until she gets married. Like Even, so, though, even though in the Oops video, they put her in the school uniform, dancing in those... Really no, that was the first one. A really suggestive man. Hit me baby one more time. Yeah. Which is kind of weird when you think about it, like S&M sort of, yeah. like, hit me baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds yeah. like you're smacking her around, right? I mean... That was strange. And that was her first hit. Yeah. Just, just as a schoolgirl. It's suggest it's kind of weird looking back on that. I haven't even Give really me a sign, hit me, baby one. Yeah. yeah. Give me a sign. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Is this raised hand signing up? <laughs> hit me, baby. Hit me, daddy, one more time. It, it, it <laughs> is, it is <laughs> It is a bit cruel, almost. I think that is even her first hit and the lyrics is pretty nasty. But yeah, she's been Yeah, oh, right, okay, so the list isn't over. No. Oh, what? No. Are you joking? Subject, it doesn't stop it at the where the blood's going. No, not just the blood. Um, unable to have medical freedom and unable to have children. She has some kind of like, what do they call it? Like coil. A, coil. What? You mean contraception? Yeah, like a permanent a coil. An implant. A coil or, a coil. or some kind of implant to stop her having a kid. And she's like, oh, I want to have another baby, but I can't. Another? She but had kids. I think she, she might have had a kid too. already, but she wants to oh. have... Have a family. Sure. She wants to have another child, but they put this implant into her. No, she can't have that. Well, yeah, she's, 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 she doesn't even control over her body. Basically, I mean, if you can't, she's not allowed to choose if she could birth, and that's surely. And then on top of that, they're dictating yeah. like who she can meet, how many people, how often, when and where, and they're keeping track of her like every move, basically. And and this has all come out in like a big interview or expose because all her dad's doing she's even said like like, he just wants to see me suffer that's all he cares about that's my brilliant impression no wonder she went mental (laughs) yeah she talks like that she does not talk like that yeah (laughs) sorry Brittany this is all you need on top of everything else the blood thing is mental 
donate in gallons of blood and don't know where it's going. I'm guessing it goes to a hospital, but... <laughs> Special Britney ward. Yeah. Oh, wow, she sponsored this ward. She done more than that. So, pretty mad when you go over that horrific list and yeah. everyone's sort of been up in arms on the internet about it. But just to go over them points again... <laughs> And link right. it back to the, the pandemic for a second, right? right? Point one, no freedom to travel. Okay, sounds right. familiar. Yeah. Point two, money controlled. Well, if you think of a furlough and yeah, okay, yeah, this kind of yeah. thing, right? Yeah, stopping from working, you know. Yeah. Uh, false coercion of medication slash dangerous drugs definitely going on at tick. the moment. Sounds like the vaccine agenda. <laughs> um, subject to manipulation, because yeah, yeah, unable to have medical freedom. Uh, unable to have children. Well, that could be on the cards. I mean, yeah, depending where we go in the next few years. Yeah, and at the moment, if you go on the NHS website, does it affect f- fertility? Unknown. Unknown, says it clearly. been a lot of reports going on about all kinds of problems in that Check area with Check women. So yeah. who knows on that point? Time will tell, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, di- dictated to... Who she can meet, how many, yeah. Yeah. all the six, yeah. how often, when, and where. And the last one was difficulty speaking out. Well, you get shadow banned from anything everywhere. So, so yeah. it's kind of crazy. Like, the way that Britney is being controlled in this super intense MK Ultra kind of way, where they've, they've got control over every single aspect of her life, is so eerily similar to the way we've been controlled during. Not this whole period, yeah. Yeah, so kind of crazy that people are like up in arms about Britney. Like, hey, look at they treat Britney this way. Look at the things that they're getting her to do and the rules she's got on getting put on her. It's like, yeah, that's what's happening to you. That's what's happening to all of us. Yeah. It's just the government is our daddy. That, yeah, I've never thought of it like that. But there's strangely, so many people don't seem up in arms about that. They can't sort of recognise when the behaviour is being done to them. Yeah, they can't see it. Yeah. yeah. But but then, you know, how, how long have we been blind to this Britney thing? A lot of people have said that they thought she was in trouble for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. This isn't like a new thing. Well, weird how it's unravelling at this time. Yeah. I know, if you just think, probably the control started very early. You can probably just guess that. With how successful she was at a young age. You could just imagine, get, the, get them in place early. Don't want to lose her. Sometimes daddy's not there. Sometimes he's there too much. <laughs> Another really controversial movie uh, from a similar time in 1972 was Last Tango in Paris. Seen this one? I haven't. I've heard about it. There's well, there's Marlon a, Brando in it. Yeah, yeah, Marlon Brando. There's a there's a famous like rape scene where right. it was based famous. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, infamous is probably the yeah. the word we use. Uh, yeah, infamous <laughs> would be the more common word. Oh. Famous, <laughs> my, my celebrated, <laughs> famous, is that, beloved, famous, right? Sounds like my sort of film. Cruel but cruel but artistically done. <laughs> it was kind of like you're almost watching a real rape on on screen because <laughs> they had a stick of butter in the scene. It's like a prop. They had like a baguette right. and a stick of butter there, and Brando took a took a sort of smidgen of, oh, no, 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 smidgen's the wrong word. Smidgen. Like a, <laughs> it's more of a, like a dirty old scoop of it. A scoop in his hands. And he used it as lubricant because I think in the movie he was trying to suggest that maybe he was, you know, 
using the other hole. Oh. And um, <laughs> the actress who was... Uh, <laughs> is right, uh, Maria Schneider? Yeah, Maria like, Schneider. She didn't know that that part was coming. She knew that there was going to be like a, you know, a scene where they, he was going to fall sex on her or whatever, but what, what, they, what? They, 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 they didn't tell her about the butter. They, yeah, oh, right. Okay. So basically, like... So, know, so they might need some original reaction, or, like yeah, sometimes where they, they improvise a bit and they don't know what's Well, this is... It's not improvised, is it? It's, 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 if she doesn't know it's coming... Right, then but everyone else the, is like, she don't well, know. Well, not everyone else. It's not even everyone it's else. Brando and just, well, you, No, 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 this is not Sorry, Polanski. This is Bernardo... Oh, yeah, the Italian... Bertolucci, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he, I mean, there's a great thing you can go on YouTube and watch it. And he like says, uh, I think I've even got it here. Like, uh, <laughs> this is sorry, everyone, but this is pretty massive. Well, well, it was in the script that uh, he had to rape her in a way. We were having uh, <laughs> breakfast, me and Marlon, and we saw a baguette and some butter, and we looked at each other, and without saying anything, we knew what we wanted. <laughs> Like, yeah, telepathy sort of moment where they're like, we need to make the scene more shocking. Maybe we could use something as a prop, maybe some way to really loosen loosen (laughs) things up. And then, like, their eyes both to like the baguette and the butter, and then both of them, in his words, knew what we wanted. Knew what, yeah, that's okay. It's a bit bad. Bit bad. And then he went on to say, I wanted her reaction as a girl, not as an actress. So he really was a really human. I wanted her to to react humiliated. Yeah. (laughs) He he wanted not an actress's response, he actually wanted the most real response. But but Brando didn't really put like butter on her bum or like in her bum or like we would have you know, it was a it was a healthy uh, scoop of butter that he applied in the area yeah, that I've he would have I've not seen the film so like, going I mean, for. Do you, would you see I don't, was pen- all implied. I don't think there was penetration like he didn't yeah. actually then only rape her but it was just yeah. the fact that but she it's just the fact that she didn't it wasn't it. just yeah. a simple oh I'm going to take your trousers down jump just on you simulate. and pretend yeah, to yeah, yeah, simulate yeah. I'm actually going to do this other thing that... Yeah, yeah, it's going to throw you <laughs> off, in it? Yeah, me, it's going to weed you out. Yeah. yeah, like, we've conspired this beforehand, we haven't told you, and then I'm just going to be like, bam, with the yeah. butter, have have that. So her reaction in the movie, where yeah. she's like, oh, and he's, he's holding her down. It would like, be real, really yeah. real, because she wouldn't be expecting Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty... And the humiliation is real. Yeah. Because, like, the rest of the people on set are like, yeah. nice touch with the butter. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess, breakfast? Yeah. When you guys started. Started it, didn't you, for the table? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And she's just there, like, no, you know. Give like, me a towel. You can imagine. Someone get it instead of me, yeah. And they're like, classy with a butter. Oh, I mean, I'll buy you a drink later for that, you know, while yeah. she's just sitting there completely yeah. degraded. Oscar coming. Yeah. yeah. That was smooth, like butter. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> It was, hey! Little one, you can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on through over these, couldn't we? Yeah, they were just there cracking butter jokes. So Meanwhile, she's, she's on the floor, completely naked and ashamed. Humiliated. Yeah. You know, and it, it didn't turn out the best for her. Like, the, it, the, it ultimately kind of ruined. You see how her it career, started? Or well, it ruined or it her, her Well, she went on. Film. 
Well, she went on to be, in real life, to be a drug addict, a suicide attempt. You know, she was pretty... What, all young. because of the butter? Well... <laughs> <laughs> You, you, Are we just as bad for joking about this? Yeah, I don't know. No, we're not just as bad. Jesus. We worse. just watched it. We only... made a podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Marlon, we sit at breakfast table this morning. We're discussing the rape scene. <laughs> Our eyes lock. Then we look to the butter. <laughs> and we are thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We know what we want. And we get what we want! <laughs> and it was glorious. Oscar for me, Bernardo. Oh, Bernardo has done it again. This is an Oscar for you and me, Marlon. We did it again. You should have seen our face. It was pure embarrassment. It was glorious. <laughs> the humiliation. It was art. And it was real. The tears. The humiliation all real. Just as art intended, Marlon. That butter today, that was sent from God. We should eat that butter tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Do we still have the baguette? <laughs> so we spoke about the type of manipulation that goes on within Hollywood and also when that's shown within movies like Rosemary's Baby and Gaslight. And then we talked about Last Tango in Paris, where it's actually a on-screen violation. Another movie actually that's just come to my head, like how the lady was treated uh, in The Shining. Oh, yeah, yeah. By Stanley Kubrick. Apparently she was like completely abused. can't remember her name, actually. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know the actress you're talking about. Do you yeah. mean a yeah? Yeah, the because I swear Hitchcock did something with the with the actress from the birds. Like, do you know that famous scene where um, the bird she's in like the telephone box and then the bird just comes smashing into the window? I'm pretty sure the actress had no idea that was going to happen. Intentionally, like scared the shit out of her without yeah, so there's her a long... any notice or, or any. Uh, prior knowledge to it going to happen. Yeah. And like The Exorcist was another movie that was from like a similar time where I heard about the people on set being put through a hell of a lot. Like it was super cold on set, like when they were actually breathing cold air, that's because it was like a freezer in there and they were having to work through these really harsh conditions. Yeah. Getting put through all kinds of like mental torture to get the uh, yeah. level of realism. And then you've got this whole thing where people like take things to such an extreme, like Heath Ledger, you know, like when he took the Joker oh, yeah, yeah, role yeah. to such an extreme that he ended up killing himself or... Do you reckon? Or pain, no, pain, I reckon it was all to do was with... To do with the Joker, is that... Break, breaking out of character, because they'd finished filming, hadn't they? So he'd finished filming, they were doing the editing, but I think because he'd been a character for so long. Method actor, weren't Method he? actor. I think he found hard breaking out of the, the sleep. He couldn't, I knew he had trouble sleeping. He was on sleeping meds, wasn't he? Was he? He was on sleeping meds. So he obviously had trouble sleeping and, and that. And he was just a... Yeah, the joke his spirit took over. I reckon literally his his life was just accidental. He, he literally was just trying to get out of... Uh, but it was, a, it was a direct result of... Putting himself... Putting himself through the... Role of the Joker. Joker, which was a f even now quite a phenomenal performance. So you have to wonder, like he he himself 
what he's had to endure to bring that performance out of him and what it's left him with after it's done. You yeah, know, I mean, when, I'm not sure. When you've got, what... you've got to dust your hands and say, okay, you're done the Joker now, we'll move on to your next film. It's like, mm. gee, do you know how draining that was? Do you know what that's brought out of me to get myself into that place? You know, it must be mad. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what I make of this whole method acting thing. Like, it seems like a step too far. The same as like the butter sequence. Yeah, <laughs> like it is so like, that was like method acting. Yeah, I mean, it so gets away with it. <laughs> but like method acting, but she wasn't. She wasn't aware of it. Yeah, that's my method. method. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like it's there's something really like narcissistic about it, and really like self indulgent, like I'm getting so into the role, I, I become the role, and there's like all these accounts of people on set and they're and they're saying oh I, I didn't speak to him because he was in the role of I don't know whatever like a oh, wait, did, wait a minute didn't Jim Carrey do it Jim Carrey done it for the role no, of that, um, that comedian Kauf- Andy Kaufman Andy Kaufman that's it yeah and he was like isn't there a documentary about him behind Jim, the scenes yeah. yes. and they and Jim they come in and yeah. li- literally he become unbearable like, yeah, he become like, like everything. He would just be like, "What the fuck?" Apparently, like she's literally gone too far. Gone yeah. too far. They're like this way. I mean, do you imagine think, not breaking out character and going. That's, do, you, do you reckon he actually went mental, or is he like, "I, I am just going to play I, this all the way"? After I watched that, I think he he did go mad. He did change a little bit after he done that. I think he. Yeah, I think he might down. have had a bit of a meltdown, but then I feel like following that, he's had an awakening. Like yeah, he's, yeah, spiritual awakening, yeah, hasn't he? Like seems he's like, then, like what well, it seems to me, like he's then kind of almost had like a rebirth. Yeah, and like then, broken his character down, and then yeah, yeah, and then come back. Yeah, or, or some people might argue now he's playing a playing a new role or something. But to know this to me, like I've I've heard his like university lectures, the one where he reveals this painting that he's been working on, and interviews that he's done recently and his favourite film actually is uh, a movie that I wanted to talk about Network 1976 oh it's absolutely amazing have you have you seen it no, I, no. I mean I've, I've, yeah, I, I, I've, I've seen I've, I've seen like I, I'd seen that scene like probably about 10-15 well, years ago well the thing is really shouting out yeah, where like, he's, he's, and so yeah, yeah and I was and, like yeah, wow. I, I, I thought this is it's such a powerful bit of acting. Yeah, I, was I remember kind like, of blown away by it. This is an old film, I, and I was like, wow. Like literally, probably about what maybe ten years ago, I actually made like a, a mix compilation and played <laughs> that a cappella but over uh, music. Like, and it was a uh, yeah, it's just well powerful. Like the whole acting. Yeah, this and and for <laughs> the seventies, what made it so powerful is like exactly what he says. You're like. Yeah, that sounds like right now what you're saying. Yeah, you've got yeah, you've got to watch this movie. It's so good. It's like uh, this uh, anchor man Howard Bill, and he discovers that he's basically being like put out to pasture, and he's not not happy about it, and he threatens to shoot himself live on TV, and it, it's really like reminiscent of like well when when you watch a movie like Joker especially the bit where he's mm. on the talk show with the gun and stuff like that. It's so similar to Network. There's like loads of things that spring to mind when you watch this movie now. But yeah, instead of blowing his brains out, he sort of launches into this like rant 
but it, it, it gets record ratings. So they're like, can yeah. you go back on and do what you did again? And he's like, they missed the point of him. Yeah. Having and, it's, and it's kind of like the Black Mirror episode where the the X Factor one, where the oh, guy yeah. comes out and yeah. he has the he has the shard of glass and, and he goes on the angry rant. But then at the end, they're like, we loved it. it. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, and then he got, then he got to... He won. He got to live the the great society. Yeah. That if you won, it was what you get for. Yeah. Yeah. So then, like, how Bill's in this trap of like, right? He's got to play like the angry guy. Yeah. He's almost like an Alex Jones or something like yeah. going on and just ranting, just telling it how it is, and yeah. people are loving him for it. And um, they they keep him like up in the ante and making more and more out, outrageous programs. And there's. A woman like uh, Faye Dunaway, she's like the, the the head of the network. She keeps like pushing him and pushing him. Yeah, it ends with the rant that we were talking about. TV just being yeah. an illusion and yeah. we're just telling you lies. And yeah. Getting you need to get to, mad. Yeah, get <laughs> angry. Get out, shout out the window. Yeah, exactly. And say, I'm not taking it anymore. Yeah. And, he, and he wants like revolution. I'm as mad as hell. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's and it's really like the Truman Show as well. Like he sort of like breaks out of like this, like to everyone else he's having a breakdown, but actually he's having like an awakening. Yeah, yeah. You can see why it's Jim Jim Carrey's favorite yeah. movie, and it and it again it is quite a lot like. Truman Show as well. That's got like flat earth theory in it, hasn't it? Really? If you think oh, yeah, because it, it's like a dome. You're going to go to the, yeah, it's a dome and you're going to go all the way to the edge and then, you know, there's going to be like a wall there. Yeah, right. Got right. a bit of su- subtle flat earth in there. All part of his programming to keep him in. To keep yeah. Him like, you know, that's yeah, it's out to the edge. No instance in programming within a film. There's an episode of The Simpsons where they're in it. There's a giant yeah, yeah. dome. Yeah, around. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's in The Simpsons oh, movie. Oh, it is, yeah, it's yeah, in The Simpsons movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, with, with 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 the flat earthers, yeah. Why, why don't someone like Elon Musk just get like the president of like the flat earthers, like whoever President Dave of Flat Earth or whatever, <laughs> and be like, uh, Musk will be like, well, let's go up on one of my rockets, take oh. you up here. <laughs> let's have a look okay. you know? and then you have to come back to earth like shit it is round and <laughs> it's just like literally it's round that myth <laughs> done it's like you've got you, you've got the top guy oh, and film him up and film the whole film thing film the whole thing yeah with the camera what? in his face the whole time watch the tears go down his eyes as he realises <laughs> basically his I, eyes. I don't even know <laughs> I don't know about a pay-per-view yeah. fight on YouTube with that fucking Mate, mouth, yeah, you would, mouth, who, you would, would pay, pay a lot of money to see that, that wouldn't that? you? Yeah. I'd pay that more than seeing the boxing. Yeah, that fucking Isn't it? logo. Wouldn't you? You'd be like, we've got to see yeah, this yeah, guy. This looks like real good shit to watch. <laughs> And then you're like, and now he's coming in for re-entry and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, oh no. wait a minute. He's found hanged in his prison cell. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so there's another famous scene in the network, apart from Bill's rants, uh, where he kind of sits down with this network executive who sort of really breaks things down to him and just says, like, there's no such thing as governments or borders. Mm. If the world's just one giant corporation. And He starts all sort of nice at first, doesn't he? Like, being quite pleasant. And being <laughs> yeah, come into the room. And yeah. Howard thinks he's like going to be, like, quiet. And then he's just, like, starts berating him, doesn't he? The curtains close. The curtains, the, the, the lights just... All the lights on the, the table. Desk there. He goes to the opposite of the longest table ever and then he just unleashes hell. It's almost like he's, like, Satan or something. Like, just, yeah. like, completely losing it. 
and yeah, he's kind of saying to him, like, there's no such thing as America anymore. There's no such thing as democracy. It's just business. And, and he also alludes to the fact that one day the ultimate dream would be one world, everything. Like the world is just a corporation. Everyone serves a greater good, a common purpose. And they have like a, a stock and a share. In share the and the value and everything. And there's no crime. And, and there's every boredom is amused and... It sounds like a brave new world. New world. Totally. Yeah, he kind of is describing it, but for but for a business sense, like you know. yeah, because you can say there be no crime. Oh wow, that sounds brilliant. How will yeah. we achieve that? Yeah. Or every single minute activity of yours will be monitored, mm. so you can't even think about committing a crime without us knowing about it. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound so great. You know, oh, we're cure famine. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Yeah, everyone would just get like rationed out just what they need and they'd be like slaves and but they'll be fed. We'll be surviving. But yeah, there won't be such thing as famine. Everyone will be a worker. Yeah. Yeah. Just drones. Right? Yeah. So they can kind of like oh and we cut down on carbon emissions and this and that, but what they failed to mention is oh, but all your freedoms will be taken away. Yeah. So we can create this perfect utopia. But it comes at a price, which is always your personal freedoms and rights. It always comes at your own personal autonomy. sacrifices, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of this, like, Luciferian, like, you know, it sounds brilliant, doesn't it? Like, oh, and all boredom's amused. And, and you think, oh, yeah, great. It's like, yeah, we just feed you shit to, like, amuse <laughs> you. Like, which, which, which what Howell was trying to describe, wasn't it? It was saying that the people are just being fed crap through their TV. Yeah. And he was alluring to that all the time he gave a rant was just saying that how much crap we're being fed and yeah. at the end the guys almost saying to him people will love it you know this yeah. is they, they were used to giving them it now they've they're like dr- being drip fed it now so and it I, goes back to like the Roman Empire would give, give them circuses and bread it's like the games mm-hmm. yeah and, and and it's like that here now like everyone's going crazy for the football and they're distracted they're not thinking about the pandemic they're not thinking about their freedoms being taken away they're just zoned into the games yeah. when you think about it it's just like back in the Roman Empire when people were going to the Colosseum yeah. you know living under the harsh rule of Julius and Augusta don't worry we'll watch a few guys get killed in the arena that'll yeah. wash away so our troubles so spread and they're just like yeah like everything's great because the games are in play and even now we watch like some pretty violent stuff like UFC you know that's like made a real uh, heavy yeah, impact yeah. over the last like few, you know, few years five years ten oh, years oh, quite happy as long as I'm watching a guy got his front teeth knocked out on a Friday Saturday night <laughs> yeah oh lovely <laughs> I had a lot of anger bottled up inside of me but a bit of it's gone now focusing more on pre-programming rather than uh, recurring themes and hidden messages within movies like the, the James Bond movies which started pretty early yeah early 60s isn't it mm-hmm were constantly showing either technology that was then showing up decades and decades in the future or just themes that were either a reflection of the times or predicting where things are going to go thereafter. Yeah, And Ian Fleming that wrote the books, he was an ex-Navy intelligence officer who I do like royals, I, billionaires. I did know that. I did know that. Me and my dad are quite down with our Bond trivia, so I did know that, dude. And, you know, he obviously then went on to write spy novels, but where did he get all his ideas from? 
And this guy wasn't just a Navy intelligence officer. He he was like seriously well connected, even knew royals. Yeah. And uh, super billionaires. The, the first ever Bond movie, Aristotle Onassis wanted to fund it. And he was like probably one of the most famous billionaires of the time. It'd be like Elon Musk wanting to like fund the movie project now or something. Yeah. Maybe yeah. even Richard. It just shows you like already from his books, because bear in mind, these books were still written after the Second World War, you know what I mean? Or during the Second War, around that time, but they still weren't released for quite some time after. Because he, he had trouble getting them released for them, but by the time they come to the films and they got the rights of films, right, yeah. it was a little bit past that time. But the way they adapted his ideas into that the era was perfect, though. They still perfectly transferred yeah and they and they were definitely like tools for propaganda oh absolutely and the way that the enemy would for, for such a long time that it was always like the west versus like the the soviets or like, right, like the bad guy would always be like russian or for the first <laughs> ones always were weren't they? Yeah, yeah yeah exactly because that was the sort of common enemy at the time like oh yeah it's it's about the west versus Russia or the Soviets or communism. But then over time, that kind of changed. Like after World War II, when you had the formation of the UN, the EU, and globalism, then the threat kind of changed in the Bond movies to more like an international war on terror. Well, we, we were saying it. We said the, the difference was when they first started off, the Bond films, they were, the enemies were nations, weren't they? They were actually like Russia or China. Yeah. But now they became these independent little factions cells. of or cells, perfectly, of nations. So, you know, they weren't exactly <laughs> representing the whole of Russia. In fact, if it was like a terror cell in Russia, they, the Russians were probably after them as well. You know what I mean? It wasn't just the British who were all the yeah. Russians. So they would they didn't They're like rogue. They're rogue, yes. They didn't they, they didn't concentrate on sort of in the later. And it's point. like the enemy within. But in the, in the earliest films, yes, because it was always the Soviets and starting right from Dr. No and even like sort of the second film was called From Russia With Love. So it even had Russian title. Yeah, and that and that was all about like, you know, you could draw comparisons within that to MK Ultra, sex operatives and handlers yeah. and Spectre, which is really like the Illuminati it kind of likes to sit back and watch nations like play off of each other and the introduction to Spectre. Did we they find out what, what he yeah, stands yeah, for? Yeah, and, and, if, and they're, first, they're first mentioned in Doctor No, like Doctor No mentions part of Spectre, you know, so they're already introduced to like this, yeah, this, right. this command, evil command sensor in the very first Bond film, yeah. And it's, and Spectre stands for Special Executive for Counterintelligence, Terrorism, Revenge and Extortion. Sounds very Illuminati to me. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with the Bond movies. It, it kind of tells us a lot. Like They're like symbols even. Like in the Doctor No, they have like the symbol of the octopus and yeah. it's on the ring and stuff. But the octopus with its tentacles around the world, I mean, that's used for like the the, the Navy. Yeah. That's like, like, that just makes you think Illuminati. Like our oh, tentacles are everywhere, you know. Yeah. So they kind of lead you in the direction, but then they always kind of blame it on, oh, no, it's just a terrorist cell or whatever. They don't go that step further and kind of say, yeah. actually, it's the Illuminati or like a force that's governing the it's world. It's kind of like we, we, we were saying it's that the weirdest part is the more you look at those than now, the more you draw the comparisons to they're actually just talking about 
not an actual enemy, an enemy as such, just a sort of an Illuminati-like figure who just wants to control resources, uh, the DNA of people. We could bring that back to sort of other films when we mentioned, like in Moonraker, with Drax wanting to have his pure population in space. And yeah, like a breakaway civilization. civilization. Also, in like the view to a kill with the, you know, engineers, like hybrids and stuff. Yeah, so, so like super army soldiers. Super army soldiers and stuff. So, which is all based off like the, uh, the kind of philosophy that Hitler had. Yeah. It's kind of like super. It all come uh, straight out of the Nazi camp. But yeah, you can see that how it's sort of. Um, Eugenics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and, it, and it, these are the sort of very common things that do reoccur. And like transhumanism as well, like the idea of like cloning and transhumanism and merging with machine or creating the perfect human, like it, it, it all kind of delves into the same thing, DNA manip- manipulation, uh, genetic modification. And they, these things, I mean, we're not talking a long time ago, like in like they were covering stuff like this, like in, in the Bond movies in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, I mean. So it's all there. I mean, if you take if you take it back at even like the technology aspect of like the predictive program for them, uh, the technology aspects have come so true. Uh, the stuff that we've seen in in Bond films, microchips, it, microchips, uh, like sensors, GPS sensors, and uh, trackers and stuff. But it's not sensors. Yeah, like Doctor No, I think he has a car phone. Yeah, which is mad because they didn't come out. No, the 80s. Uh, Russia of Love. Russia of Love. They didn't yeah. come out the eighties, and he's already got a car phone. Yeah. You know, you okay, can't, it's really like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, even sort of the laser that um, um, uh, Goldfinger was going to cut bond with. I mean, that's still pretty high tech for like 1964 for, oh, him, for him to be using laser a cutter. giant laser car. Laser, giant laser. A giant laser. Even Austin Powers has that great clip with uh, number two where he breaks down and he says, the world's just a corporation. Like an idiot, you wanted to take over the world, but you don't realise there is There is no world anymore. It's only corporations. Yeah, exactly. And that is obviously mirroring all the James Bond movies. So it's only really getting at what all the Bond movies are saying. Yeah, because they, because all those figures in those terrorist cells view the world like that as yeah. well. Right, yeah, exactly. Because they look at securing corporations. Like, even like look at... Um, even like the, the the one that wasn't very successful or like, but Jonathan Price in Tomorrow Tomorrow Never Dies, he was an, a news guy, wasn't he, Jonathan Price? But his media outlet wanted to manipulate the news to get governments to go against each other. Or mm-hmm. well, I'm sorry, that's that's only was recently, and that's quite obvious how that the media can be used as propaganda to, to actually do that. So, you know, the whole synopsis for Tomorrow Never Dies is yeah. easily conceivable for something that can happen anyway. Well, going back to Goldfinger, do you remember what that one was about? They're like robbing, like, Fort Knox, basically. Yeah, yeah. oh, yes. Goldfinger, obsessed with gold. Gold, you know. <laughs> Again, I'm just thinking of Austin Powers. Like, yeah, I just oh, think, gold, I didn't remember. Gold, remember. <laughs> I love gold! <laughs> it's my favourite thing, yeah. I love the Dutch accent they gave Goldmember. But yeah, like Goldfinger like gets all the different mobsters to meet up. Mm. So he's like almost like the the kind of mafia boss, the Godfather. He 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 get he he owes them loads of money, and he says, "Look, I'm going to rob the reserve. Um, I'm going to rob Fort Knox, and then share the gold out between everyone. And they, of course, want want all in on it, kind of thing." 
So, but then Bond, who tells British intelligence about this on behalf of the Bank of England, he's sort of like going after them. Mm. And then there's talk of Nazi gold in it. I mean, there's all kinds of like mad stuff going on, but it turns out that Goldfinger doesn't actually want to share the gold. No, he, he like wants to blow it up. Blow up. So that's that. And that's the weird, the kind of weird thing I actually liked about that What's film. What's that? Like crashing the economy. Economy. Yes. Crashing the economy. Uh, it, and what oh, are they doing at the moment? Well, they do. Well, they're pretty sure they've crashed the economy. If you remember, even it's kind of crazy that that is actually the the real covert underground plan well, well, is to crash the economy. Well, look at even not even Goldfinger, but look at Goldeneye. Even in Goldeneye, Alex Trevelyan, now Sean Bean's character, wanted to reduce, use the weapon to reduce banking systems, national debt. He said he could use the gold, and he said to like Pierce Brosnan, I could use this weapon to do whatever I want. So that it's a uh, bit like the end of Fight Club. Fight, yes, and that's also similar to the Fight Club when know. he's blowing up the building. I mean, very sort of Twin Towers, just knocking them down, just saying I reduce before Twin before, Towers, yeah, as well. before that yeah. as well. So yeah, 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 reducing everyone to zero. I think Tyler did. Yeah, I always well, see reducing the world's debt to zero, causing a crash, but in a kind of anarchistic, anarchistic kind way, of yeah, brain yeah, reset way. It's the only type of riches. But it, gold, I thought Goldfinger's plan was awesome because, like I said, you think he loves gold that much, he wants it. When really, his idea was well, just to well, then he would have the lion's share, share of the existing, existing gold. gold. Yeah. So it's like, if you crash the economy, but you're in a position where you know it's going to crash before it crashes. Is, you are in the prime control to make the most yeah. money from it. So it's like, is is that Bond film really telling us like, hey, this is... It's like rigging the markets. It's showing how almost how... how the, yeah. Almost how the, I think the Bond movies are really telling us like, here is different ways that the powers that be the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, the globalists could bring about world disaster to get what they want, which is complete control of the world. Take over the world. Whatever best way we can. But, yeah, it's interesting because if it's not the technology that's being pre-programmed in these movies and then coming true or the recurring themes that are perpetuating all the fears of our times, it's these plans for world domination. And then they fare quite differently, don't they? They do fare quite differently. It's almost like we're not just going to give you the same reoccurring theme, which is world domination, but they always have their own little way, don't they? Like, yeah, and it's kind of gone from like Western Soviet to maybe the, oh, he's got his hand on the nuclear button. There's yeah. going to be, you know, the atomic bombs were like a big fear, it's, say like the 60s well, it and, the, and, and the Cold War period then then it's kind of gone on to like terrorists and more like the hidden enemy within then yeah the real but then we're even talking about things like bioviruses new problems that are right up to date well with the times because they're the more likeliest things that could happen or could we say are happening in terms of an economy crash and a virus well a so-called yeah. virus problem so they're right in with the times those yeah. themes yeah. but Really, is the true? I think it's like Prince that said, like, the battlefield's in the mind, and the price is the human soul. Oh, I love that. It's like, that's great. It really feels like actually 
it, there's a step beyond bioweapons and economy crashes and stuff like that. And it really is like our minds. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the schism we've got plenty more episodes on the way in the meantime follow us on our instagram at schism.tv and keep watching the skies